Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. On the phone, as a star. Uh, I'm going to tell her she's a star because... Uh, I admire her talents. She can do dramedy. She can do comedy. And I cannot do either. I've tried that acting thing, and I realized that uh, I could tell jokes, but I can't act. My next guest was a series regular on one of my favorite shows on Stars, Survivor's Remorse, as the infamous M. Chuck, and portrayed Kevin Hart's ex-wife on uh, BET's fake reality series, The Real Husbands of Hollywood. She is now starring in a new series on BET, which I saw, the pilot called In Contempt. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Erica Ash. Thank you so much. Well, I try to get it all out there, Erica. I try to get it all I out there. I love that you, know. you did that. Thank you, you know. for doing that. Well, you know, the thing about it is that you have a body of work, and I, I feel yeah. that that's, a, that's important, and, uh, and you're still young. And I, I, I tell people yeah. all the time, and um, when I see a talent like you, um, did you ever do stand-up comedy? You know, it's interesting. I tried it and realized that it wasn't for me. It was a little bit too, um, it was a little, I just, I just, I didn't feel connected to the work. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, I, I, there are so many other things <laughs> that I feel far more connected to, like writing and acting. Okay, okay, you know, Erica, being in front okay. Of the let's, let's go and be yeah. real here now. Was it the yeah. silence in the audience that, that, that made the disconnect? Because I'm a stand up comic no, now. Actually, I, I, you know, I was actually challenged to my very first stand-up okay. uh, uh, experience, and I was, I was told, don't go to the J spot because there's oh, J Anthony there. Brown. So you course, went on the J Anthony Brown spot. I sure did. <laughs> I sure did. And I told, it's so funny. I was on Steve Harvey the other day, and I told him that I went, and he was like, Yeah, I heard about you. So I went there because I was, you know, I thought, well, that sounds like a dare. Don't dare me. So I went to the J spot, and I actually got a standing ovation my first time. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily that. And then, I, you know, I got, I think I maybe got one boo in all the times that I tried okay, to do Okay, one boo. Up. That's good. That's good. Like Especially black people. one boo one time. Uh, yeah, and I and I tried all the tough ones. I didn't I didn't go the easy route. Like I was like, <laughs> let me just dive straight in. But it was just I don't know. It was just it was a bit like I felt I found the environment amongst the um, comedians backstage just a little bit too heavy. It is. It is very competitive and it's very um, jailhouse like. 
you know, because they, they peer yes, through the bars, yes. you know, looking at you, not yeah. really supporting you. It's really an environment where, it's, especially for females. And I, and I got to just say this because, exactly. I, you know, I, I, I've been doing stand-up comedy since 1981. Uh, Steve Harvey and I and Jay Brown, we all we all good friends. So you, you, you're throwing out names that I'm very familiar with in the stand-up comedy mm-hmm. industry. And also legends in the stand-up comedy mm-hmm. industry is that... The female, you, you, if you're back there, you, you're not going to be respected. If you're an attractive female like you, they, you're going to want to get hit on. They're going to want to hit on you. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and there's just so much pressure you have to deal with. And all you just want to do there is just work on your craft. Can I just be funny? Yeah. Can I just be funny? Yeah. Okay, thank you. I got, I got that. And I think <laughs> the final straw for me was when someone came and told me, if you want people to laugh at your joke, you you can't be pretty. You need to, you I know, know, dumb it down. And I was like, oh, no, you, you have to let me be great. <laughs> you got to come out there with your hair scattered. You know what I'm saying? Your hair got to be scattered, yeah, you know. you need to look like a crack whore. It's You're, fine. No, and then no, they'll laugh at you. <laughs> they laugh at crack whore. No. You know, cause I, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There are people who have done it and done it successfully, like, you know, Tiffany Haddish, of course, some more. Right. You know, just like like beautiful women who have who have, and there's several others. I'm just not, you know, I know two off the top of my head. But no, it's, 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 just, it's, it's no, it's no problem when me. you say that because I I know what exactly what you're dealing with when that world. Now let's talk about you know let's talk about your the, what I thought was your it was the, the 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 role of a lifetime for you at that point. You've done a lot of different things. Was M Chuck on the on the uh, yeah show stars survivors remorse because i just want to let everybody know because a lot of people may not recognize that name but they need to know they recognize you from those commercials because you were very physically active use an aggressive c- character use an independent character tell me what you loved about that character before we move on to your next projects i just loved how how comfortable she was with who she was and how free she was to speak on all the things that she thought you know a lot of people are sort of restricted by their by their class mm-hmm. you know I, mm-hmm. I i'm one of them i grew up very um sort of um, in, in a strict household with a mother who was very conservative mm-hmm. and um I, you know i'm a double pk two two preacher parents so <laughs> um, wow. i sort of had to watch what i said and watch what i did and the you know i was always told like the world is watching you you better be careful and mm-hmm. you know m chuck is just she was a different energy she was so fresh and free and like she would say things and then she'd think about it, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, I like this. And so I would, I, I would embody that fully when I played her and sometimes when I didn't. <laughs> so, she, you know, she freed, she freed me up a little bit to Absolutely. just kind of be a bit more, you know, mouthy and, and you know. Well, less, you know, when you, went to, the, when to you went to that graveyard, you know, when you're graveyard scene, you know, that was the, that was the moment for me, you know. Oh, thank you, thank you. That was a, that was a moment for me too. It was cold as hell out there. It was cold. I was like, "Wait, you really want me to actually like pull my pants down and, and go to the bathroom out here?" Yes. Let me tell yes, y'all something. Yes. Yes. We gonna do it together as a group. So when y'all say take another take, another take, y'all realize how I cold love it you is. did how about that? that. I love you did yes. that. I love you did yes. that. That's an M Chuck move. Everybody pulling their pants down today. That's an M Chuck move. If I if that's that's I love that. Now let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you know we want you know we want to talk about your, your experience in working with Kevin Hart, you know basically mm-hmm. an improvisational show, and you know you know we want mm-hmm. to go back a little bit because Mad TV was your I want to say your entry into television and your first big break. Can I say that Mad TV? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now so you Mad TV you know scripted. You was a writer. Uh, then you go to you know, now you have this amazing opportunity with Kevin Hart on a. 
basically a show where improv plays a lot. Were there any fears, or you just say, hey, I'm going for it? What were your thoughts on no, that No, because, that, I mean, comedy comedy is my default as a person, like mm-hmm. Erica. Like, I, you know, I, I love making jokes and being funny, and I'm, and I'm very quick-witted. I am. I'm always, you know, clapping back and popping off at the mouth. And so <laughs> when much. I get with somebody like Kevin, that's just like, let's go play in the sandbox, you know? And right. so we, we, it was a fully scripted show. It, right. it, it was not meant to be improv, but, you know, you get all those funny guys together. That's like what JD I'm saying. Bloom you know, and, Erica. You know, Nick there Cannon. Was some moments. It's not going to not happen. There you go. There you go. And then you had to be ready going, that line wasn't what you were supposed to say. You couldn't just look at them exactly. like, you off script. No, you had to roll with it. And that's why I enjoy See, watching I'm you I'm also competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm competitive. I'm not going to let y'all, I'm not going to let y'all clap, <laughs> clap, 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 and I don't pop, 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 pop back. You know what I mean? So I love it. I love it. I was like, Cool, yeah, Iron Sharpens Iron, and that was the best best comedy chop cast ever. Now let's talk about uh, the new show, In Contempt, that's going to yeah. take us into the next break. But I just want to yeah. set the stage for how great you are as a comedian, uh, the greats that you work with, your daringness. And it comes, is, I'll have to ask this question, is In Contempt, is that a dramedy or a drama? You know, it, we, have, we have yet to, to officially <laughs> categorize it. But I've heard, I've heard dramedy, uh, yeah, I've heard dramedy the most. And that's just because people, um, you know, I can't do anything and not add, bring some comedy to it. I know, that's just, that's I know, who I, am, I, know, you know? I know, I know, I know. So if it's, if, it's, if it's something super serious, there have to be moments of levity because, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I just don't believe that life is that. I don't believe that life is all serious and, and you know, heavy and sad and you know we got to work and we got we got to get out of here you know what i mean we have to really we have to find those moments of levity in order to keep our sanity and i'm happy to be the one to bring it well the interesting thing about it because i know they're not writing this is a drama that's that's why they asked you that because i know you know when you when, when it was pitched you know it was pitched yeah. as a drama but you just yeah. so naturally and your co-stars are just aligning themselves right with your with your actions, which is really really yeah. cool, which is really really entertaining. So before we leave for this break, quickly tell everybody exactly what In Contempt is. Well, In Contempt is a one-hour uh, law procedural. It's the first of its kind on BET. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that they're you know they're taking such huge risks. Um, but it's from the perspective of the public defender, whereas mm-hmm. most that you will see like Law and Order from the perspective of the district attorney. So my character, Gwen Sullivan, is, you know, a very headstrong, mm-hmm. a very, very determined and passionate public defender who is willing to do anything to get her client to fair shake because she represents the people who are, quote, unquote, guilty and to proven innocent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she's willing to get arrested. She'll pop off at the judge. She'll let him have it in court. I mean, she'll go off on her, on her, on her uh, opposing counsel. It just, you know, she just really, really goes there. But... You, you you fall in love with that passion. I know. But she's also flawed. Hold that thought right quick, Erica. We're going to be right back. I want to get more details on you. The star of In Contempt on BET, Erica Ash. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. I'm back with Money Making Conversations. On the phone is Erica Ash. She's the star of the new BET series, In Contempt. Uh, she told us earlier that she is a double PK kid. Double PK oh, kid. Oh, yeah. And then I found out that she wanted to be a doctor. At one time in her life. What made that shift there, Erica? Come on now. Waking up and realizing that it was my parents' dream and not mine, mm-hmm. which happened somewhere around um, 
junior year after I completed <laughs> all of the requirements and done everything that, you know, they had asked. I had a little bit of time on my hands. You know, I had time to think about it. And so right. I decided to take a year and figure out what it is that Erica wanted to do. And awesome. um, during that year, I happened to fall into a background singing gig and fell into, you know, a modeling situation. And okay. I'm getting all these extra credits class. that aren't, aren't in your bio. You know, you are a model, you are a singer. You know, these. Oh are, these, yeah. Oh, you're just a 360 kid. You're just not a PK I, kid. You 360. I've probably lived about nine lives. Because you're sure. also a comedy writer. You're also a comedy writer. Yes. Yes. So these yeah, are amazing I, I didn't, things. I didn't realize that I was a comedy writer because my very very first show, um, I I had pitched a character, and they paired me with a writer to develop the character for the show, mm-hmm. and the writer just kept getting it wrong. I was like, no, that's not that's not what she would say. <laughs> she would say this. That's not, uh, sir, sir, you just not getting it right. Mm-hmm. I was like, how about you know? And then I just kept. I, like, I wasn't explaining myself very well, mm-hmm. so I was like, I went home and I wrote the scenes. Mm-hmm. As I saw it, mm-hmm. and then I came back, and I was like, "It's it's kind of more like this." And he was like, "Uh, mm-hmm. why don't you just use this?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, okay." So it kind of happened it. by accident that I realized I was a writer, and then and then Mad TV, I did the same thing when I when I because they pulled me from my very first TV show. They actually um, offered made me a straight offer, and mm-hmm. you know, I I went there and I was like, well, this is what I was doing on the other show. And they're like, oh, awesome. So we'll pay you this. I'm like, wait, skirt, hold up. You pay me. <laughs> Y'all pay this? I was supposed to get paid for this? <laughs> Absolutely. <I laughs> they were like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now your new show, In Contempt, you are getting paid. It, uh, the first of its I time. Am, praise the Lord, Jesus. Let's break down yeah. some of your characters. So that a uh, really rather uh, emotionally charged scene you have with your father in the restaurant played by the amazing Richard Lawson. You don't yes, have a really a relationship. Officially made me and Beyonce's sisters. Absolutely, Continue. which is awesome. Which is awesome. <laughs> you know, she just did uh, Coachella, where she headlined first yes, black woman ever to headline Coachella. So she's amazing. Ah, you know, love her the, so the, much. the great things about you is that uh, in this in this show, like I said, the one hour drama that's on BET in contempt. It's a drama, but your natural talent seems to be able to pull comedy moments. Tell, tell us about the characters on the show and what excites you about the series. Well, the thing that I'm most excited about is that it's something that you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've got a great, great cast. I mean, Richard Lawson, as you just mentioned, plays my father. Um, we have Christian Keyes, Megan Hutchins, Muna Traore, Ronnie Rowe Jr. Um, and everyone is really, really committed to making sure this story gets told authentically. Um, our showrunner was a public defender in New York for a number of years, and mm-hmm. so she lends that to the script. When I read the script, it was a, a total page-turner, so that's the first thing that attracted me. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that our characters are real and they're relatable. You know, mm-hmm. they do this awesome job, mm-hmm. but they have the same issues that everybody else has in, 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 in their jobs and in their lives. You know, like Gwen has a shopping addiction. She's right. also addicted to flame bolts, and mm-hmm. she's a G. She's got two lovers. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. notice mm-hmm. I said a G. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and <laughs> something I would love to adopt from Gwen, because my game is like flatlining. Um, mm-hmm. And then you've got, you know, she she likes the box, and, and they have their inner office yeah. situation well your office is in a closet your office is in a closet that's where you're operating out of well right? actually technically my office is not in a closet 
but which you'll you'll probably see um, on tomorrow's oh, episode. Okay, great. Okay, but that's great. kind of my that's my war room. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Now, one so character I, I do like, and I don't know her name, is the young lady who was at this uh, large uh, firm, and now she's coming over here. I really liked her character. I really is she is she is she's going to be a serious regular that that character. Was Muna, yes, mm-hmm. love her character because yes, she it's, is because yeah. it's a, it's a very honest character where she has chosen to come into a field that doesn't have the same uh, tools that can help you win, and so you right. basically. Like basically, uh, it put in the position just to get to the next case, or to get, get these people in the position to be able to sustain some type of life and uh, and and win with. And I, I feel that that's the that's the biggest thing that came out of the public defenders that these people are walking into situations where they cannot win. Right, or it's like walking into a battle royale with like one hand tied behind your back. It's like go, you know. It's just it's not it's not a great situation, and it makes you realize. How underappreciated public defenders are. Mm-hmm. I think next to teachers, they're one of the most underappreciated in the country. You know, career choices, and um, it's 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 important that we support them because they don't get they're under resourced, they're understaffed, they're right. underfunded, right. and even information wise, they're not even required by law to get the information at the same time as the district attorneys. Mm-hmm. You know, the police work with the district attorneys, and so obviously it it it, it behooves them to give the district attorney as much of a leg up as possible so they can justify it when a crooked cop makes a bad arrest or mm-hmm. someone makes a mm-hmm. bad ID. And, you know, because... There, Which was well, in the pilot episode was a bad ID about that young man. Absolutely. Who, when you walk to him, you say, plead out, plead out, and he refused to plead out. And, they, yeah. and I, that, you know, the thing about it that I like about the show is that, you know, it has layers. It has layers for you as a yeah. single woman. It has layers for you emotionally dealing with cases that you're passionate about and a case in that situation you was about to walk away and just say plead out and you look yeah. at this young man and go okay look uh, let's go for it let's go for it and it, yeah it, and it, a lot of times that's what happens because they're, they're 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 so backlogged in the court system mm-hmm. you know um these new laws to try to expedite things even more just frustrate me to no end because i'm like the court system's already backlogged mm-hmm. that's the reason why the jail cells are so full right. people can't afford these bails you right. know Right. Um, and so they, you know, they have to await their trials there for, you know, days, weeks, years, even Khalif Broder, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then they end up serving time, doing time for the crime that they haven't even been convicted of. Now, when you do a show like so, this, you do a show like this in mm-hmm. contempt, you know, because I felt that the uh, character you played, M. Chuck, was an emotionally charged character. And I feel this, the character you played on this show is an emotionally charged character. And. Mm-hmm. What is your biggest walk away when you when you when you uh, accept a role or or you or you audition for a role? What are you trying to accomplish on the screen or film? Right. Well, first of all, I want my characters to have some sort of growth, some sort of um, um, evolution, mm-hmm. right? And if I can see them going there, it doesn't have to be fully, you know, in the first season or the first, you know, few ep- episodes. But I need to know that they're on the path to something, like us being better somehow. Right. Because I, I like to use every character in some way to motivate someone, right? I love to speak to people. I love to speak to young girls. I love to speak to young men um, and, and, and talk about, you know, their life and their choices. And so when I have a character that I can kind of use to support that and right. back that up, mm-hmm. that's, you know, I, I find that that's a win. That's a win for everybody. They're entertained, but they're learning something. 
you know, it's something that I can be proud of. When I have kids one day, I can, you know, I, I'll have a body of work that I'll be able to share with them and not be like, but don't look at this because mommy was in a bad space when she did this. You know what I mean? <laughs> cool. So now, let's talk yeah. about uh, the, the situation that what I want to talk about is this next upcoming movie that's coming out this summer. Uncle yes, Drew, sir. That's right in your yeah. comedy lane. That's right in your comedy lane. You know, I can't throw it all away now. I got to, I got to keep some of it. I got to keep that comedy, that comedy leg going. Now, I, I, like, I, I got my boy Lil Real in it. That's one of the stars uh-huh. from Get Out. If you don't know who he is, he played the security guy, the TSA agent, and then Get Out. Very funny young man who's really, who's rising. Tell us a little bit about your character before we get out of here. And also remind everybody, In Contempt, it's on BET. She's starring in it. And I'm talking to Erica Ash. So um, Uncle Drew is a story of uh, Lil Rel who wants to uh, be at the Rucker. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he basically takes the last bit of money that he has and wants to, wants to be a coach of, at the Rucker Park because he just knows he can win. Um, his, his team ends up falling apart. and He's got to put together a, a, a new team, and it's kind of last minute. He doesn't have a lot of time. He hears about Uncle Drew, who is like this, you know, legend at first, right. this tall tale, he right. thinks. And then right. he meets him in person and realizes, wow, this guy's really good. So, you know, we road trip and travel around to try Doing to get thing. the whole team together. Yeah. Erica, thank you. Yeah. I hope it was amazing. It was an amazing interview for me. Keep winning. I'm a fan. You can see her. BET in contempt. The star, Erica Ash. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.